Under the Influence Podcast is all about bringing together brands, influencers, thought leaders, and communities to inspire and empower a positive impact. Each week, I will dive into the power of influence over the ever-changing, trend-chasing, and slightly obsessed entrepreneurial and influencer community. We talk insider tips, tricks, the latest buzz, and even our top not-so-secret happy hour cocktails. My name is Whitney Eckes. I'm the owner and founder of Eckes Marketing and the Influence Movement, and we are about to get under the influence. and welcome back to Under the Influence Podcast. Today, I am with Amanda Lauren. Amanda is a Jackie of all trades and a Marilyn of none. I love that that is your tagline, your coin it's term. On my, it's on my email signature. <laughs> it is. It's amazing. And Amanda, you are a contributor to Forbes and yeah. to Real Simple and to a what was the last life. one? A Swell Life. Tell me, tell us about you. Like what, tell us about your story. Cause I feel like I've seen you all over the place. I connect with you on social media. You, you know, I've seen you, you know, get people into Forbes and write about them and do all these amazing, amazing things. And so I'm so excited to hear about more about your story. Well, first of all, I'm going to say that I'm getting over bronchitis. So when people listen to this and if they hear me coughing, I just want to apologize in advance (laughs) or they hear like the cough drop in my mouth. I'm trying so hard not – in fact, I'm going to take off my bracelets so those don't jingle because I'm trying so hard not to cough. (laughs) So I know that because I don't – like, I'm like, you shouldn't have to edit it out because it's so annoying. (laughs) So I I just want to apologize. So I love being on an influencer podcast because I think of myself as an influencer more than anything right now. I sort of came into the space as a freelance writer. Like, when did I meet my husband? It was, like, right before I met – I don't know, like – six years ago Uh it's weird because I'm in between these two worlds of like yes technically I'm a freelance writer yeah but a lot of this world with freelance writing is so strange and I've experienced so many like just so many interesting things that have happened with lots of websites like either going under or going out of business or restructuring I mean like I was writing for like, I did a few articles for Mashable mm-hmm. right before they fired everyone. Oh, my so, gosh. So, like, things get really crazy. And I consider – and, like, when I really think about, like, what is the sentiment behind what I do – and I do have my own blog as well. It's AmandaLauren.com. It's is in the URL because someone <laughs> else has Amanda Lauren, and she's in Canada. So I can't have someone, like, write a cease and desist. Oh my god! It's so annoying. <laughs> no, but I think that her website ends next year. Okay. And I think I'm going to try to like, like there's always that day that it's expired. And if they don't have it on auto renew, that's mine. Yeah. The thing is, she's not even like using it. It's this like Canadian, like former, not even like a former child star. She's a Canadian actress. And it's just, it's really funny because like her dad is the person that like owns the website. And just like, can I have, I should just out her for the website. <laughs> But, but I digress. So what I really feel like is there are all of these girls like that I was very similar to when I entered the space of like, I'm going to pitch to all these people, yeah. to all these sites, and then I'll build a portfolio and I'll write for better sites. And you know, I contributed to so many different websites like over the years, like these content sites, like The List. And I've written yeah. a lot for Cheat Sheet. Cheat Sheet published my stuff so much. Like last year, people <laughs> thought I still wrote for them. I'm like... I don't. I wrote this like two years ago, three years ago. It's oh not my goodness. even good. And just, you know, like websites change the way they're structured or like they're like, well, we're not going to pay people by hit. And I'm like, that's not how I do business. Bye. <laughs> so, so you're okay. So tell me what is it like it's, to write for all of these different publications, right? Because so, you're, you're, you're an influencer. You have the podcast, you're a writer. Tell me more. I mean, like, how do you kind of determine who you want to write for? So a lot of it is just like opportunity. You always say to people, and this really surprises everyone, Facebook is my LinkedIn. Yes. I get all of my opportunities through Facebook. Some through yeah. Twitter, but like I would say 99% of everything I've gotten is through private Facebook groups for writers. I've And I've noticed that too because I noticed that you you and I are in a couple of the same Facebook groups and you're very yeah. active and you're very, you're just a big connector on Facebook groups. Well, I love it. I want to, because like, why would I, it really does make it easier for editors because the truth is like, if you put a job out there on like 
And I'll say if anyone is looking to become a writer, yeah. Ed 21, Ed 2010, that's the website. They okay. have really good job and internship listings and <laughs> Media Bistro does too. But there are all these sites. And the truth is sometimes most of the people who are in these private Facebook groups are serious about their career. They're at a different level yeah. and they don't want to get a million emails. Like no one wants a million applications. They know mm. that this is where qualified people are. So that that sort of makes sense to me. So I have on a lot of notifications, but it's weird because people are really obsessed with social media. Yeah. And I would say I'm into it in an entirely different way. Although it is like, look, like everyone goes through those things where you see someone's like highlight reel or you're like, why did someone post that like they needed to clip their baby's toenails? <laughs> yeah. You know, and you see people's weddings and, and sometimes social media can be really really hard yeah although I feel like that's kind of what if you want to make yourself feel bad that's what Instagram is for <laughs> it's true no um, I we it's funny because we were just talking about that but I like that you're saying that you you do see social media in a different aspect and it is more of that business connecting aspect because I mean me and you got connected via social media it's the best way to connect with people yeah that and I'll tell you having a podcast because I've gotten to meet <laughs> so many people I would never get to meet through my podcast and just through yeah like like through private Facebook groups, people want to connect with you. Like in those, in those groups, you're looking for those people. They're looking for you. Right. You don't really, what I've learned, at least where I am right now, that I don't really need to go someplace else. Yeah. No, 100%. I mean, I, one of the groups, I know we have a Facebook group for the influence movement, but we are also super active in like the Skinny Confidentials Facebook group. I love or that like, Facebook group. Yeah. Or like Basic Repellent's doing like really well right now too. Like there's a couple other ones that Which are, one? Sorry. she's called Basic Repellent. I don't know. She just has really cute graphics. That's the, that's what caught my I'm attention. I'm going to join that one. I'm just unaware of that She's one. cool. She's a little, uh, how do I say this? Her and her moderators are a little like diehard. Like if you're not, if she does like the Instagram thing and like you don't follow like the 10 accounts on the Instagram follow mm -hmm. chain, she'll like kick you out. So it's like pretty intense, like, but it's I'm necessary. So, I really do those things. I, I used to do a lot of it. I should do more. I should do more. Yeah. But I'll tell you, it's like, I have so much stuff going on now. I desperately need an intern. Like, if someone <laughs> wants to intern for me, please like get in touch. You heard it guys. She's looking. I'm really looking. Like if you want to learn how to be like a freelance writer and you want to intern for me, I'll teach you everything. That's amazing. I desperately, I desperately need someone right now. My mom helps me with some things, but like, it's really hard because I have so many different things. In addition to like this, you know, I do stand up comedy. I do sketch comedy. Yeah. I have my podcast, um, Things We're Too Lazy to Blog About with Ali Levine. I have my own podcast, which I've not done that much of, called Pieta Terrible, which is about design. I produce a podcast for Jen Cohen, who's another influencer. That's so insane. I do. So it is insane. <laughs> it is not normal. And I don't recommend anyone living my lifestyle. But... <laughs> It's, it's hard like it's like there are some times I'm like I just don't want to do you work like, I know because it's just so much it's I don't have the capacity to watch like smart tv shows because my brain is done people you know will be like <laughs> oh did you see this on like Netflix and I'm like look like the fire festival documentary was like enough thinking for me <laughs> like I I really don't like I just want to watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills yeah and, and like, like zone out other ones do I want and like I like a million little things and mm -hmm. I like you know like this is us but like that's it yeah that's where I that's where I draw the line because like at the end of the day I'm just like I can't even <laughs> so tell us a little bit I mean again you have such a really cool perspective on everything being you know a writer and then being you know part of sketch comedy but also being an influencer and I mean you, I see your Instagram you go to all these amazing events you're constantly working with brands you're constantly working with other influencers tell us more about like that side of your life so I really like curating information and I like that like Forbes has become my platform so I've always really been into design mm -hmm. and I had a little bit on my blog and I did like I did something I believe about smart appliances for Mashable I've probably I've written like over a thousand articles so I never remember exactly what anything is and since I was a kid like I've always really been into design like my mom was always into design we had an open kitchen before it was like a thing like and like <laughs> super awesome. modern furniture before it yeah. was a thing so I've always been like really obsessed with it mm -hmm. and then and I've always wanted to write about it and then the opportunity came up one day and I'm like oh I'm doing this this is mine 
Yeah. My uh, my grandmother had passed away literally the day before, and I'm like, oh. I just know she would like want me to do this. Like, yeah. I just got like a vibe that this was like, like someone posted. My editor tweeted about it. Mm-hmm. Someone posted that tweet in a private Facebook group. I looked at the timing, and the whole thing was like within 20 minutes. I had the shower running. I definitely wasted thousands of gallons of water. I'm like, <laughs> I'm writing this now. I'm doing this now. This is mine. I'm yeah. like naked and in a bathroom on my bed. Like, <laughs> and I wrote the nuttiest letter. I oh mean, this is like, you know, I'll tell you, I think a cover letter does really help where I basically said, these are my opinions on our, I'm in the real estate section. So I cover real estate and design decor, things like that. But mm-hmm. like, I was like, I think IMP is an overrated architect. I love Robert A.M. Stern. This is my approach. I'm like, this is either going to get this person's attention or just she's going to delete it. Yeah. I'm just going to go for it and just be, because I think like you as an influencer or as a writer, Mm -hmm. you need to be specific. You need to be unique. No one wants like, like I love Lauren Evers, for example. I really love her. I love her style. I love everything <laughs> she does. Like, I want to be her when I grow up. But, like, <laughs> same. Everyone does. She's, and, like, she's amazing. And she's actually, I featured her in Forbes a lot because I really like her style. But, like, and I love, like, Rachel Hollis. And yes. like that. But, like, there's only one Rachel Hollis. And there's only one Lauren Everts. So, like, I'm like, screw this. Like, I'm just going to be myself. Yeah. She emails. Okay, so I hit send. I take a very quick shower. She emailed me back. We did a phone interview, and she basically hired me. Like, this whole thing happened within three hours. That's insane. That is so, that's, like, so meant to be. It was totally meant to be. Wow. And so I was so excited to finally get to cover, like, on a real level what I was interested in. Because I think that, like, there's a lot of these, like, DIY influencers. I, no, I do not DIY anything. I'm terrible. <laughs> but I, and I think there's, like, this pressure of, oh, needing to be DIY and Pinterest yeah. perfect. And it's like, look, I'm not, mm-hmm. but I'll tell you, everyone can do better than Ikea. <laughs> like, everyone can do better than Ikea. Like, <laughs> back to think. I don't think, like, you need to spend a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I think you just have to know how to get things. And 100%. Get things. Yeah. And that's what I like to do. It's like, I don't think your home should be, like, I think that everyone deserves to live in a place that they love. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's really hard. Cause like, I think as women, it's very easy, not very easy, but a lot of us develop a sense of style or we figure out what clothing brands look good. I mean, like, I yeah. don't know about you, but like, I buy the same not like the same brands all the time, but I have my go-tos. Yeah, totally. We have our go-tos of style, of brands, but like no one teaches us how to decorate. Yeah. Or how our home should look. Oh my gosh. Interior and interior design is like the hardest thing on the planet to like wrap. I mean, I, I have a house. I was just trying to, not even the house, the office I was telling you about. It was like the hardest thing trying to design the office. I actually brought somebody in to help me. It's no, and I actually recommend that if you can afford an interior designer, there's such a difference because people really have an eye. Like I'll tell you, when I'm ready to buy a house, I already know what designer I'm I'm using. She Aww. lives in Philadelphia, and it's going to be such a pain in the ass to work with her. <laughs> but like, I love her style, and I don't care. Yeah, you're gonna make it um, happen. I'm gonna yeah, like I'll fly her. Like it's gonna be expensive. I'll make it happen. But also like, even if you can't, here's the thing. Havenly online. It's an online thing. Kelty Knight, I featured her in Forbes. She oh, used it. Yeah. They did a gorgeous job on her bedroom. Oh, they so were amazing cool. for her. So yeah. like spend the extra. Please don't quote me. I think they're most you can get a package for like $179. Spend $179. Yeah. To have a professional person do this with you. Yeah. And also, not everyone lives someplace like look, like I live in LA, you're in San Diego, but like there are people in like rural communities who I'm sure like listen to this podcast and read my stuff and Mm -hmm. read your stuff and are involved and like maybe there's not a local interior designer where they are probably not probably not why why shouldn't you have those services if you want them no I love that what was the service called again you said Havenly Havenly Mozzie is another one that I have not really seen their work but you know what? Um, I was writing about them. I think that they, it's a sim, it's similar. It's a, they offer some things that are a little bit different. Yeah. But like either one will, will do. 
you know, get a professional, get a professional to do it, spend a few hundred dollars, like to really elevate your space. Now I don't even remember what the question was. (laughs) No, I think you totally nailed it. I mean, so tell us a little bit too, you know, again, kind of going back to you being a freelance writer and everything. And I know you were talking a little bit about your mom, Mm -hmm. but who was someone that was like the biggest like person of influence for you to get into all these different kind of career paths? I hate to say this is such the wrong answer, but like I feel like it's like the universe. Yeah. Like I moved to LA to be in the entertainment industry, which is something I'm still pursuing, obviously. And I also think that as an inf- like I would love to host a show about design. I love hosting. I do some red carpet hosting. There's like nothing I don't do. I feel like so I had really bad jobs. I mean, like I was like. Like, I was a shot girl. I mm-hmm. sold, like, printer ink over... Th- I mean, like, I had so many... And, like, I went like I went to college. Like, I'm not, like, some, like... I'm not, like, a stupid person. And I came out here, and I just did, like, a lot of bad jobs. Um, <laughs> you know, things that, like... Nothing wrong with these jobs, but they just weren't my passion. And they mm-hmm. just weren't for me. Totally. And I was merchandising liquor, which is... And I still, it's funny because like, I still have like one of my close friends is still in that industry, Yeah. but it was just not, it's a really physical job. People don't realize that you have to like build displays at like supermarkets and drugstores. And I had to be at work between four and 6am. I could barely get it. Oh my gosh. (laughs) It is raining though. It is raining and it's okay because I'm late to everything. So it's fine. You're in good company. (laughs) But like, it just was not my passion. I would cry in my car. Like, Aww. I would just sit, and I would, like, bring my own lunch, and I would just, like, cry in my car, eating a salad out of a Tupperware, and, like, either call my mom or, like, read different websites. And I'm like, why? I should try this. Like, yeah, I could write about this. So I started to, like, pitch to different websites, and then I got fired, which was the greatest thing. <laughs> I mean, it was really hard at the time. And right. I was like, but I was, like, well, kind of happy. No one wants to get fired, yeah. No one wants to get fired, but... I just knew the universe had much better plans for me. That's amazing. So I went to work for a chiropractor who was mildly (laughs) racist. And like, (laughs) it was just like another bad job. And I got fired too. (laughs) He was like the worst. It was just like. Oh, that's awful. I don't know if you don't like Jewish people don't hire Jews. I don't know what to tell you. And I just remember sitting in my car at work and just being like, okay, universe, my life is not supposed to suck this much. Yeah. Like, and I had sort of, when I was working for the chiropractor, I was also doing some freelance writing. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, this is just not, life is not supposed to be this bad. Right. So I went to like intern for Anna David, who is now a publisher. And wow. she now charges people like $1,000 an hour or something to like read their work. And she really taught me how to write. And I'm so grateful for her she's just like and if you go to her website is light hustler and she does like online courses where she does a lot of things like in the addiction field Mm. but I think the thing about like and like I love addiction memoirs and podcasts I do and I think that like people have over I love hearing stories of people overcoming challenges yeah totally and I think that even if that doesn't touch you although let's be honest like there's a huge opiate crisis in America not to be a downer this has touched everyone (laughs) yeah you know I think that like you can overcome story you you can feel inspired by anyone overcoming anything and she really taught me how to write and she got some of my pieces published in like psychology today and HuffPo and some other websites and so I just sort of started to do that and then I met my husband Mm -hmm. and he lived in New York and I lived in LA and I was just really lucky that I was able at that point to go into freelance writing essentially full-time because he was a professor at that point and he wasn't he didn't have like he couldn't just go to LA for a few weeks so I realized that in order to really like hone this relationship and there were so many reasons why I felt like it was right Mm -hmm. and I I don't really believe in like doing something because you need a guy right unless something about it is so right to you yeah totally I mean like he wanted me to move in with him four months after we met and I was like no (laughs) But I was there a lot, you know, and I I joke around that I moved in on the first date, but I still get my apartment in LA. Yeah. And so I was able to do what I wanted to do. I was able to have a writing career and I was able to like focus on this relationship. And then he got an opportunity in LA 
and it somehow all worked out. So you guys came back to LA. We came back to LA. That's I mean, amazing. That's so cool that you, uh, I mean, and again, like hearing all these different, it's cool because I, you know, talking to you and hearing your story about how you've literally touched in all these different aspects of your life and all these different jobs. And you're like, you know, it wasn't, it was a rough road. And then it, all of a sudden it was no, meant to be. That's thing. I just like want to, I think like a very big problem that people have with influencers and not the, I actually don't blame the influencers for this. I just blame sort of, I guess society. <laughs> it's like, we see these highlight reels of people's lives and we don't get that, like what it took to get there. Yeah. And like, yeah, I got hired by Forbes in three hours after writing for five years and writing yeah. shitty listicles about anything and everything. Yeah. And then I finally sort of found my home with Forbes and a sweat life. Yeah. And I do some stuff for real stuff. I'm not like a regular contributor, but I think I did like seven articles in the past this year for them. That's awesome. Like that. So, so where do you, uh, you know, and I totally agree with you because I, you know, the whole having to be perfect on social media thing and like you know even like the comparison mindset when you look at somebody else and you start comparing yourself to their you know whatever it's so hard not to but like yeah. Lauren Everts used to be a bartender and worked at Pier Bar yeah two different bars that was a terrible joke um <laughs> but like it's it's true and I think people forget that and I know like she's had to overcome a lot in her own life yeah she does talk about it but you see her and I'm like oh my god this girl is so perfect yeah it's totally that way where do you <laughs> so where do you see social media going I mean we have such a huge trend right now and I mean again you kind of coming from the media perspective you know, where do you see it going and where, what do you see it doing right now? Well, that's the thing. It's like, I'm still trying. Look, like I have 17,000 in change on Instagram. I finally got verified a few months ago. A few months Congratulations. Ago, Thank you. It's like the most delightfully narcissistic thing. Like, <laughs> and I had, I've been verified on Twitter for a long time. But, um, you know, I think like we need to, I think ultimately social media and bloggers are going to have, because, you know, I sort of had this weird, I came to a crossroads where I was like, am I an influencer? Am I a blogger? Because I still have my blog. Am I a freelance writer? And it's weird because I do all of these things, but it's like, at the end of the day, there, I don't want to staff write for a website. I could. Mm -hmm. I have enough experience. Someone would hire me. Mm -hmm. But it's not really what I want to do because if my name is on something, it's my brand. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't care if it's for Forbes Sweat Life or if I wrote for the New York Times, which I've not. But, you know, my name is on there. And that's sort of why I think of myself as an influencer. And I think a lot of these writers, I'll say, don't think of themselves as influencers. And I think in the short term, maybe that's good. And I think in the long term, it's maybe not so beneficial. And I'm talking about 10 years from yeah, well, I think I think I can totally understand that, like what you're saying, though, because I mean, as a writer, you are influencing that community, you are influencing the readers. So I think, you know, if you're doubling that or coupling that with your social media presence, yeah, it makes sense. Because you're I mean, you're having an influence, you're having a say over your opinions over what you're writing about. And even if, like, my blog is, like, on Forbes, because I, I write for them. Like, I do have an editor, but I post directly to the site all contributors do. Mm -hmm. And I decide exactly what I write on there, as long as it's in within certain criteria of, like, real estate, decor, design, etc. Yeah. And I probably take things more seriously than other blog than, like, most bloggers do. Like, if you read a roundup of mine... I know every brand on there. I probably own something from that brand. I may not own that product in particular, right. but I have something else. Or it's a brand I really like and I believe in their things, especially if I'm profiling smaller, like Robin Blair is an artist I've profiled. Mm -hmm. I've profiled Alex Greenberg from Art Sugar, which I just want to say, like, I have to shout out to her. If you're looking for, like, gorgeous art, like, that's not expensive, yeah. go to, it's artsugar.co. They have the most gorgeous Instagram-worthy. Oh, so cool. Beautiful, perfect art. Like, don't, please don't buy art at Ikea. Don't, <laughs> don't go to Ross Dress for Less. And I've bought art from Ross Dress for Less. Okay? Like, I, have, I don't have it up anymore, but, like, I've done that. Like, yeah. support independent artists. She has so many affordable things, and they frame it for you, and that's within the prices. Framing, and it's called Art Sugar? Art Sugar. Yeah, I want to look at that. That's amazing. It's all just, like, it's all the, like, popular Instagram. Not, 
all of them, but a lot of the popular Instagram artists are on there. Mm -hmm. Just Alex has such an eye for talent. That's amazing. So yeah, I would say, you know, but in terms of where social media is going, I don't think it's going away anytime soon. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I do think more people, I think Facebook groups are huge. Yeah. I think Facebook groups are so important and they're not talked about enough as a business tool. They're not. And I think too, it's actually really, really interesting when you, you know, I was actually talking to somebody and they're like, oh yeah, like, do you have a Facebook group? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, well, you know, like, tell us about your Facebook group. We actually are interested in working with that because it is, it's highly, it's highly engaged because you're just presenting so much value to all these different types of people. And you're letting them connect in a different way. That's like, honestly, very honest. And just that they're getting value from one another. Like, there's no, like, covering it up. It's no, like, you know, it's just straight up networking and, like, asking for favors or asking to connect with somebody. And it's a really, really honest, like, community. They're so good. Yeah. And I think that, like, a lot of, and it's, I'll tell you, like, I hate trolls. <laughs> like, I, I have, Who doesn't? <laughs> no, I have, like, an argument. Someone was, I recommended a book in a private Facebook group, which has a lot of, let me just say, I don't want to say what group it is, but there's a lot of drama in this group. Oh, boy. Um, but it's, it's one that I'm still a part of. Although I have left groups because there's a lot of drama where I'm just like, I don't want negative. Like, there's enough negativity in my life. Like, I'm making myself feel bad enough. Like, I don't yeah. need someone else to do it for me. Thanks. Yeah. Like, like, like also, like, don't be an asshole. Don't like, be an asshole. Like, be nice. Like, this person, like, I was recommending Rachel Hollis's book, Girl, Wash Your Face. Someone said, like, I want, can someone recommend a good book to me? I'm like, I just, I love Girl, Wash Your Face. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then someone puts up this, like, BuzzFeed article criticizing the book. And this girl is saying how she's racist. Really? Because she just took Joe Biden on her podcast. Former former vice president. She must be so racist. Um, Uh, How uh, she's... All these things that are like... You know, I just really choose to see the positive in people. And I don't like to pick people... I don't have time or energy to pick people apart. I'm too busy for that. And it's like, I'm like, and then I asked her, I actually still haven't looked at her response because she probably had, I'm like, did you just read the article you put up or did you read the book? Yeah. That's something that's really important too about social media Mm -hmm. where I feel like we need to stop reading the comments and start reading the story and making decisions for ourselves. And I think that's where it goes wrong. And I ultimately think that people are going to be smarter than this. Like I have faith in the women that I'm, cause I am in groups with mostly women mm-hmm. that people are going to be smart enough to learn, to not read the comments. You know what? It's, it's so sad because like, you know, social media is so right down the middle. It's either beneficial <laughs> to you or it's completely a beast and awful to you. And it's kind of like what you have to make it right. Like you said, like choosing not to read the comments and choosing to read something for yourself and determine it for yourself because there are, I mean, I can't imagine too, like, you know, for example, going back to Rachel Hollis, you know, if she spent all day long reading these awful comments or these awful articles, this girl probably wouldn't have gotten, you know, a best-selling book published. Oh, she yeah. probably wouldn't have gotten shit done because she probably would have let it all get to her, just focused on the bad, bad and the negativity. So I'm, I'm 100% in all favor for that. Also, if you're a fucking troll, like, stop it. Like, stop. I just wish I had that kind of time. I know that sounds terrible, but, like, no, I'm just like, yeah. this? I barely have time to, People like, that literally anything. are so upset about things like that that they have to take to the internet to make a stand, it's like, grow up, dude. I'm like, you don't have to, like, Rachel Hollis. You don't have to, like, no. whatever. You don't have to, like, yeah. anyone. But don't shit on someone else's, like, like, don't, it's weird. What is this? Okay, this is an expression that someone taught me that's used in, like, like the S&M community or the BDSM community, <laughs> but which is not something I'm personally a part of. But if you like that, go ahead. But I think that they, they have this expression, mm-hmm. don't yuck someone else's yum. Wow. Don't yuck someone else's yum. Wait a minute. That's kind of a badass saying. I'm going to start saying that. Don't yeah. yuck someone else's, else's yum. yum. Who cares? Oh, my God. Like, I love what? that. I, <laughs> I love that that comes from that community, too. I don't like pickles. <laughs> I have no problem. See, with I love pickles. I'm a little bit allergic to cucumbers. Oh, okay. 
I'm like, I don't want to try pickles. No. But, like, if you're going to, like, we're going to have brunch after this. And if you order something with a pickle, like, I don't really have a problem with that. You're not going to be like, oh, my God. You're, what? I'm you not going to judge eater. you for eating pickles. <laughs> like, who cares? Like, who cares? Yeah. Like, I think that we have to, like, social media can be so positive if we choose to see the positive if we yeah. choose to see the good things and it is very hard not to compare yourself and I went through stages where like before I met my husband I just felt like I went through a time where it was really hard for me to be on social media yeah like where I was just like I'm never gonna meet every anyone all these guys suck everyone I knew yeah. was like getting engaged and now um, you and then you found somebody out of New York and freaking got married and now yeah. you write for Forbes and like holy shit look at your life <laughs> But now I always make sure to let people know there's still shittiness in my life and that Mm -hmm. I'm not perfect. And I do that really on like my podcast, I would say. And I do it in Instagram stories. Like I do not want anyone to think like, oh, I'm like, I'm really not. Like I did not make my bed this morning, last night after putting on a fresh duvet. And (laughs) it's just like, I don't know why it took forever because usually I'm good, but I was just tired and I wasn't putting on right. My bulldog peed on the bed. That why does that why do animals always do that? I used to have a cat that would do the same oh exact God. thing. And it was only when I would like make the bed, oh, just yeah. got out of the shower, like ready to get in the clean smelling, gorgeous like Warm sheets. Pajamas. Yeah, right? And then all of a sudden your freaking animal just decides that's what's gonna happen. Like <laughs> My husband gets into bed and he's like, I think Milo peed on the bed. I don't know if this is pee or slobber. And I'm like, can you smell it? <laughs> It's pee, and we turn on the lights because I had walked them a little bit early that night because yeah. I just like wanted to get into bed. Yeah, and I'm just like, this is not glamorous. And you're like, stop. And, and so then I had stuff that was drying in the dryer. It was still a little damp. I took it out so I could put what was wet in the washing machine in the dryer because I was doing laundry. So I could put the peed on like uh-huh, duvet. in the washer. Oh, duvet and like down comforter, which takes forever to dry five I have like a very small washer and dryer because I'm in an apartment it's like the third of the size of a regular one (laughs) like I do so much on like I know I will be prepared to do a lot of laundry when I have a kid because I feel like all I do is laundry yeah this thing is just like so small so you have to do like multiple loads oh (laughs) I like I said to my husband your job is to deal with the dryer today. And luckily, like, I have an extra down comforter, but it's a queen. It's, like, my old queen's eyes one, and my bed is a king size. Yeah. And then my husband just ends up sleeping without a blanket. Like, my life is not glamorous. <laughs> I feel like, oh, she's such a cute bulldog. He's a monster. Like, oh, my gosh. Him. What I is your, him. what's your bulldog's name? Milo. Milo. Okay. And then I have a chihuahua pug, a chug named Lulu. Oh, Milo and Lulu. And they're both fawn, and they're so cute. But, like, Babies. they're so... Lulu pooped on the floor this morning. Like, this whole thing. It's and just, like, yeah. Ugh. Like, I wish I could, like... I mean, I hate it when people take pictures of, like, feces. Like, I've seen people take pictures oh. of, like, their baby's poop. <laughs> I have some weird friends on Facebook. Like, <laughs> You're like, why? Why? No, no one, one wants to see, see that. But it's like, no, literally, like, this is not glamorous. And I think that that's something we all have to take with a grain of salt. When we see these, I mean, people who have, like, far more followers and much bigger names than I do, I'm like, you might see this, but there's so much that goes behind this. People do those photo shoots. They do them all in, like, one day. Yeah. They have a makeup artist. They have their hair done. Mm-hmm. They have professional I'm a professional photographer. I, I don't, clearly, if you look at my Instagram, at it's Amanda Lauren is my Instagram. It's just like it's is in the URL someone took at Amanda Lauren. But it's true. Like, we need to, I think that it's like social media might not ever change, but we need to change the way we react to it. And that's yeah. hard. That's so hard because it's, you know what? I mean, here's the other thing too. Social media is like becoming something that we're so mindless about because we're so engaged on it that it's almost like second nature. So like when we are like, for example, like I'm a huge fan of like muting people because, Oh yeah. Well, and I, you know, like being a business owner, trying to be trying to, you know, build my community, trying to build my name, trying to do all this other fucking shit. It's like, it's so hard when I see somebody and they throw a kick-ass event and I'm like, why didn't I do that? Why didn't I think of that? And it's like, well, wait a minute, because you're doing all this other shit. Like, that's not your gig. Like, you have yes. you have to, like, realize, like, you're in your own lane and you got to stay there. So I tell, I mean, and I'm, I'm the same way. I'll mute people 
I'll totally put my blinders on because I have to because of my insecurities and what things that I deal with on social media. And sometimes you can't scroll through. Yeah, totally. Sometimes it's really hard to do that. And there's nothing wrong with that, but you should keep putting out your own content. Although I will say like, I do love to watch Instagram stories when I get my nails done. Yeah. There is nothing that is more entertaining to me than doing that. I don't know what it is. I actually find it relaxing. And I think that IG stories are way more real. It's like, there's someone who, um, okay, do you know Girl With No Job? Yes, I love her. I love her. She's I love the best. The morning Toast. I love Jackie O Problems. Like, I am yes. team Morning Toast. Oh my I, God, same. I love them. Like, Laura, I want to be them when I grow up. Yeah. Like, they're younger than I am. Like, <laughs> Like, it's true. Like, I I think that what they're doing is so good. Yeah. And, like, I'm watching Claudia Oshry, and she is on, like, no makeup and, like, glasses, and, like, she's in her PJs, and I'm like, she is, like, I don't know how many followers, like, a million. Oh, so, like, something insane. S- several million, maybe? I don't know. The point is this. She has way more followers, and she's there in no makeup. Like, I can do this in Because she's being herself. And that's what people love about her is that she just doesn't give a fuck. And she's like just doing her. And that's, that's the thing. That's so important. And I think that like we need to see more girls. And look, like you can use a filter. <laughs> I mean, I was doing an IG story when I, yeah. I don't know if you saw I tagged you. Maybe. Was it this morning? It was like right before I entered the lobby and I did it. And I'm like, oh, I look bad. I'm like, filter. And it's like, you know, things are filtered. I'm like, I don't look this good. I Hey, I'm a big, I filtered the shit out of my stuff. Like I have this problem. Yeah, I have this problem where anytime I go out and have literally like one glass of wine, I get swollen face the next day. My face always looks swollen. Always. And I have like, I already have like chipmunk cheeks. So like they're like, they're escalated though. So it just looks like a moon face. (laughs) when I had one glass of wine the next day for some reason. Oh, my God. So, yeah, I'll filter the shit out of that. 100% honesty. (laughs) Everyone is filtered. No one, like, really looks that good. And it's like, I have to remind myself of that. So I would say, like, if you want to enjoy social media, just watch people's IG stories. They're way more... They're way more real. And I would say, like, my IG stories are way funnier yeah. than, like, my posts. Although now I try to make my posts funny. Mm-hmm. And I sort of try to make fun of it. Like, I've been sick for three weeks. I've barely left my house. Um, but I was invited to an Oscar party. And I'm like, I'm not going to not go to an Oscar party. Yeah. My mom, like, got me a Glam Squad gift certificate because she just, Aww. like, felt so bad for me. She's like, and, like, literally, I've left the house to walk my dogs and go to the doctors and pharmacy. <laughs> There is not bad. I did go to Sprouts the other night, and that was a huge outing. (laughs) Like, yeah. Well, when you're sick, it's like the most everything's, it's like being hungover times five. It's like, it's the worst thing ever. You don't want to move. You don't have any energy, especially when it's like the cold with like your body and like you just hurt. It sucks. The worst. Like, but I needed food. (laughs) You're like, but I might have died. And I, I was craving like lentil pasta. So, like, whatever. So, I go to, and I needed to get, like, some homeopathic stuff that did not end up working, and I was so disappointed. Like, for my cough and whatever. Maybe it'll end up working, but who knows. And, like, I went to this, so I, like, said, like, this thing. Like, I'm in the back of, like, my Uber on my way to this party, and it's just, like, you know what? Like, I'm, like, I've been sick. I, like, was honest. I'm, like, I've been sick for three weeks. It's the first time I'm going out. Like, I saw Jen, whose podcast I produced, and she literally hasn't seen me since, like, what day was it? <laughs> the 7th, maybe? Yeah. When we recorded. And I was so sick. I had to go to work because there was no one else to produce that day. Like, that's my job. Yeah. And it's okay at the beginning of the day. At the end, I was so sick. Oh. Oh, my God. I was, like, I was just, like, I'm really sorry. <laughs> I have to leave. Like, she was going to record, like, and I'm like, I am so sorry, Jen. I have to. There were two MDs that she was that were on like set that day because we shoot it for YouTube. Yeah. I was so chipper and I faked it so well. I got it past two doctors and I was like dying. <laughs> You're like literally dying, but you pulled it together. I pulled. I don't know how I drove home. Like I almost cried, but I had such a bad headache. Oh. I realized it was only going to perpetuate it. So I'm like, I can't even cry. But like, I was really honest. Like on my Instagram stories about like. Just, like, leaving the house for the first time in a few weeks. Like, that was, like... Totally. It, it is what it is. And I just think that, like, 
we so need to keep in mind that not everyone is perfect mm-hmm. all of all of the time and that yeah. we really need to like I'll tell you, especially with Lauren Edwards, and I know I keep going back to her, mm-hmm. but I just love what she's like. This thing, if yeah. I love what some someone is doing, I'm going to talk about it. 100%. Well, and I think too, that also goes to say, I mean, that's even one of the best strategies in social media marketing is that when you are honest, you know, like the morning toast or like Lauren Everett's, or when you do have this very, like you said, like there's not another Lauren Everett's like, that's how you, when people are like, be authentic, be authentic, be authentic. People don't really realize it's like, if you are literally just who you are in your honest form and you're honest to your audience, there will be no one else like you. And that's what, you know, and that's what equates to people talking about you and people wanting to get to know you more and having, developing that cult following, which is amazing. Yeah. Like she's really honest, like in her podcast about her challenges and things like that. So I think people need to start seeing someone like, and I will tell you, and there are a bunch of influencers that have podcasts, but like, if you want to really understand an influencer, I would say a podcast is probably a much better example of who someone really is than their social media. Totally. Totally. 100%. Okay. So first off, I love talking to you. I love hearing about all your different things. I feel like you're just like this, like fountain of like, just like knowledge about all these little different things. I love it. No, it's the best, but I want to do some rapid fire questions with you. Okay. 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 Here we go. Uh, your favorite Instagram is talk. Jackie O problems. Yeah, she's good. She's good. Okay. Favorite social media hack. Using multiple <laughs> program like different apps, using different apps to edit one photo. Like I'll edit with FaceTune too. And then um, I have a bunch of like presets that I've spent a ridiculous amount of money on on a color story. <laughs> Same. I, I love, love a color story. I it's so good. And I design, love it. Oh. I want to wait. I want to yes. give one more. Yeah. A design kit, which is the same people that did a color story. Can we just stop it? When you screenshot something for a story, get it. Spend three dollars on design kit and get those things to cover up. We don't need to know your what time you did this, how much battery you had, or the yeah. horizon. Or like uh, unfold. Like I have a big fan of unfold. What's unfold. It's um. It's like that. It's like the same thing here. Look, like I'll show you on my story right now. But it's like you can cover up like your screenshots, right? Or drop photos oh. in it for your story. When companies do this, it is so unprofessional. It makes yeah. me, it drives me batty. This is not that hard to cover up. Like, see these oh little my guys? God. Like, okay, I'm getting that right now. Oh, it's the best. I'm downloading it. I don't even care how much it is. Like, I, it, oh, dollars in it, no, but it, but it makes it look so much good. And like, that's also too, I've been seeing influencers like curate their stories more. And I kind of like it. It's like, your story doesn't have to be perfect, but can you just get that top bar out of your screen? Yeah, just make it look nice. It looks so bad. It takes you two seconds. Literally two seconds. Why is this? And I see, by the way, major, I don't want to say who, but like there was a company that I wrote about Mm -hmm. and they had their like social media person should like do the story of my article. And I just said, I'm like, Who's doing your social media? How do they not know to cover this thing? And like, yeah, I working, I did write an article again. I don't want to say what company it was. It was a while ago. They were such a pain in the butt to work with. I've never mentioned them more than once. Yeah. And like the fact that they didn't realize that their social media's like Instagram story was so bad with the screenshot. I'm like, these people are morons. I'm done. <laughs> and I'm not even giving them my tip. Literally. That's, that's great. Okay. What about your go-to self-love practice? I try to just have some sort of self-care every day mm-hmm. and my newest trick and this is so random but we're all trying to drink more water right 100 percent. okay keep a bottle of water or a carafe of water with like a glass by your bed and then when you get up before you go pee or on your way to pee or as you're peeing which i have done <laughs> drink a glass or like half a bottle of i half a bottle of water uh-huh. because that is such an easy like you're starting your day uh-huh. with an active self-care like hydrating your body you can we can all do that like literally there's yeah. no one that can't start their day doing that no that's literally so perfect i like try to do that too like when i before i go to bed i try to fill up like a huge glass of water and keep it next to my nights or keep it on my nightstand. Mm-hmm. So like 
if I get into bed, like I'll have some or if I wake up the next morning, like it's like, it's like my goal to like finish it between the time I go to bed and when I wake up. Exactly. That's no, see, that's the thing. That's something we can all do because self-care can be really, I haven't worked out in like three weeks. I feel disgusting. (laughs) I usually work out like four days a week, five days a week. Yeah. I've never felt worse about my body in my life. And I'm like, at least I can just like, I know I'm drinking water. I know. I haven't been to the gym in a while either and I need to get back into it. I miss it. You're tall. I'm tall. You're tall. So I feel like it doesn't hit you. I just feel like gross. See, I'm tall, but I have literally no ass. So like, yeah, it sucks. (laughs) So like I have to go to the gym. I know. I totally. Also like, here's another one too. Something is better than nothing. Remember yeah. that? So, like, a lot of people, because a lot of people say that, like, I inspire them with my fitness. People always, like, DM me about it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, look, I don't really want to drive half an hour, and there's a Pilates studio that's a few blocks from me. Mm-hmm. Like, people are like, what's the best workout? It's the one you do. Yeah. Like, go someplace close. If you have half an hour, you only have half an hour, that's fine. Find a streaming video you like. I love Peloton, but mm-hmm. I know that's not affordable for everyone. Yeah. But I will say it is much less expensive than going to SoulCycle. Yeah, right. Totally. So I have, and I have one. I'm like very honest. Do you have I the bike? I have one in my building. Oh, that is so cool. So it is included in my rent. So, but, and I know, but like you can finance, there are ways to do it. Like right. there's always a way to do something. And by the way, just going for a walk outside is free. Yeah, taking the dogs for a walk. Yep, same. Take your dogs for a walk. Take your cats for a walk. Do it. They probably won't let you, but like, try. You know, try. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay, uh, favorite go to cocktail? I love an Aperol spritz right now. Oh yeah, gosh, I haven't. I actually, that's I was gonna say I haven't had one in a while, but I had one two weekends ago, and it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> They're so good. It's so like because I'm just happy that like people are getting into like because I love craft cocktails. I used to want to be a craft cocktail bartender. Oh, but like I wanted to do like the insane like shit where you like smoke the glass and like do it like too, just insane. Like that's what I wanted to do. And so, like, I have such a deep appreciation for, like, really, really, really badass craft cocktails. Like, if you ever go, you've probably been. You've been to WoW while we were young in uh, New York? No. Tiny, tiny little, tiny little, like, restaurant bar. No, I have to go. It's beautiful. It's stunning inside. Where and is they, it? It's in, it's not in Soho. I want to say it's in Manhattan. I think it's in Manhattan. And it's, like, just amazing. And it's tiny. And there's, like, these two guys in there that work it. I and, love that. And it's just craft cocktails and like small bites. But I mean, the cocktails are, I'll, I'll show you photos of it when we're at brunch, but the cocktails are unreal, like unreal. Oh my God. It's the I best. Love, I also love a Kentucky Mule, which is bourbon. It's basically a Moscow yeah. Mule bourbon. Okay. That's really good too. I, I feel like I, so I like Moscow Mules. I like, let me back. I like the idea of them. But I like the Kentucky meals better. Kentucky meal, right? Yeah, it's a little bit sweeter because bourbon's a little bit sweeter. And yeah. it's weird for like women, I think, sometimes like to drink bourbon. Yeah. See, my grandma's a bourbon drinker. It's it's very it's very unusual, but I do yeah. love bourbon. I also find it makes you less tired than really. Other. And I don't really know if that's true. <laughs> but like, I like to think it does. And I like a margarita. I, I turn rapid fire into long and drawn out. <laughs> it's great. I freaking love it. Keep going. Okay, what about your favorite reality TV show? Oh, my God. I love A Real Housewives. Yeah? Which one? I love New York because, like, I'm from New York originally. I love – I know people don't like her, but I don't care. I love Bethany. I love her so much. (laughs) I really – I mean, and I've interviewed a bunch of Real Housewives, like, over the years. But, like, there's something about Bethany where, like, I really relate to her. And I like that she's worked so hard to be where she is. Mm -hmm. And I really – I really admire that. And – she also does so much good for other people. Yeah. And you know what? She's sassy. Like, yeah. I don't care if everyone thinks she's a bitch. She's a bitch who's doing lots of good things. Oh, uh, 100%. And she's not always had it easy. No. You know, I mean, we can, just like what we were kind of saying, you can totally get into it as much as you want, read into it as much as you want, but she's doing her thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what about your favorite influencer? Oh, my God. I would have to say, like, Lauren Everts. Yeah. I think that she must, like, if she's listening, she's like, 
I'm never going to be in Forbes again. This girl is fucking me. She's been on my podcast before. I just really like her vibe. Mm -hmm. I like that she's so helpful. I feel like all of it comes from a good place. And again, like, I just really admire hard work. Yeah. And I would also say, I don't know if he's technically, I love Gary Vee. Gary Vaynerchuk is amazing. Yeah. If you have a business, listen, he's a podcast every day literally every single day and it's really excellent even if you're not an entrepreneur I just find him to be so inspiring oh he's the greatest he's the greatest and he's real and he's and I'm just like you know what yeah I can do it if he can do this I I just always feel very inspired by what he's and he's another person who really built up his business from nothing yeah no he's literally he's incredible and I like I love crush it I read crush it and it and it's I need to read that it's good. It's super good. It's just really like insightful, especially the people that he interviews and stuff like that. It's really cool. Really, really cool. Okay. And then last but not least, what does the word influence mean to you? Getting to share. Yeah. Getting to share the things that you love with other people. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's something that's really positive and and good I love that so much and I totally agree with you I think someone like you too it's I'm so excited that you came on the podcast because I think it's this was so much fun it's it was so much fun but you're you have such a different insight and view from everybody else and you know though even the way you were talking about social media and talking about the way that we connect with others like it's just such a fresh perspective and I just really enjoyed having you you on you know it's my own perspective and I know that not everyone shares that but I really just think that like we're just at this like critical point where people feel so bad about social media and there's so much like negativity and misinformation and I think that like if we can approach it from a different place social media like Facebook is so annoying, but for me, it's been the best thing that's ever happened because it's been how I've been able to connect with other people and get jobs that I really want. 100%. So I just think that like, we need to also take different aspects of it. Like if you are an entrepreneur and seeing everyone in your feed is making you feel less than, and that's okay, by the way. Yeah. And that's totally normal. Just go in those groups. Yeah. Like turn on notifications for groups. Don't look at the main page. No one is making you scroll down. Totally. I love that. I love you so much. Thank you so much for coming on. on I'm done. You have to come on things we're too lazy to vlog about. Oh my God. Well, yeah, that's actually perfect for me because one time I tried having a vlog. (laughs) This is why I'm so bad about keeping up with my they're like, why are you bad about keeping up? I'm like, I do a million things. I write for Forbes. And I have a podcast called Things We're Too Lazy to Blog About. If that doesn't explain it, like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. Like, you're missing something. Oh, my God. Amanda, you're the greatest. Thank you. Thanks for coming under the influence with us. <laughs>